For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Welcome to the show. Lead Singer Syndrome is what it's called. I am your host, like always, Shane Told. Oh, it feels good. I am home. I am home from tour. A very long and grueling tour. It was, like, did I mention it was long and grueling? Yeah. Eight weeks. Oh my God. That's the time I was away from my home. I forgot what it looked like. I haven't lived here that long, but it was, it's been very, very strange. I broke my arm on this tour. That's a whole thing. I'm still recovering from that. But I will say it was all worth it. Great tour, great people. August Burns Red, awesome. And another band we were out with, they're called Silent Planet. And anyone who is an avid listener of this podcast may know that Garrett from Silent Planet, Garrett Russell, he is the only person now, as of this episode, to appear on the podcast three times. And there's a reason for it. Because he's great. Because he's very smart. He's very candid. Very honest. This episode is no exception. Except, the exception to the exception is, we have also Thomas from Silent Planet. The clean singer in the band is also on this episode. And this is a lot of fun. We do it a little differently. You know, I know... I tend to stick to the same format. The format, I think, is very good. It's strong, like bull. It is a very good format, but we break it up a little bit today. This was recorded in the dressing room, in August Burns Red's dressing room that we were using while they were playing. So their guitar tech comes in at one point, their drum tech comes in at one point, and then they come back for their encore. Dustin from ABR says hello. Jake says hello. Josh from Silverstein makes a little appearance saying hello. Travis, our tour manager. So it really is a, a fun-filled episode just to give you a little context about what it's all about. 
Woo! Yes, I'm back. I'm back, baby. It's good. It's good. This is a little late because, you know, life. But hey, uh, things are just really, really going well with this podcast. I feel great to be home, be able to work, do a little more stuff with the All Access Club. Not that I've been slacking. Come on. My, my 300 plus members, they know what's up. We've got an amazing family and I saw so many of all y'all on this run and my center meetups, they were so much fun every day. So yeah, if you want to be a part of the All Access Club, check it out. LeadsingerSyndrome.com slash All Access for all of the info. Um, what else? You can email me. Anyone can email me. LeadsingerSyndrome at gmail.com. It's, it really is just nice to hear from you. So yes, feel free to do that. I also want to remind you about our new sponsor, Iconic, E-Y-E-C-O-N-I-C, Iconic.com. If you wear glasses or contact lenses, look no further. Even if you don't wear them, if you're having a little trouble with your eyes like me, mine are on the way. I'm excited. Go check out Iconic.com slash LSS. Promo code LSS, you save 10% off. You're going to hear the whole thing later in the episode, but I want to remind you just what a great place it is, and they also are being so lovely with supporting the podcast. So so yes, I know you. Yes, you. You're wearing glasses right now. I can see you through the radio. So go over there, iconic.com slash LSS, and pick up something sweet. Anyway, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Now, here it is, my conversation with Gary and Tommy from Silent Planet. stuff like the, this hey, right now. Yeah, wow, hey. The little, <laughs> I don't usually keep the sound check in the intro, but Travis, I do. Okay, Travis, your sound guy. Yes. Uh, sound engineer. So sorry, Travi. He told me a funny joke about why when you check the mic, you don't count to three. I'm sure you've heard this joke. I don't, I don't know the joke. You don't know the joke. No. Okay. Uh, he said, because if you count to three, you have to pick something up. Because we always go, one, two, check. Hey, one, two. Yeah, wow. Hey, one, two. If you count to three, you got to lift something. I don't understand this joke. What is wrong with me? Because when you lift something, you go, lift. Oh, one, two, three, lift. Oh, okay. God, that's a terrible joke. God, we really start on a low point you, here. You travel with oh that my guy goodness. constantly. That is the man you this sleep is, I employ near. this man. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm the reason he has job. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, hey, I'm here with Thomas and Garrett of Silent Planet. Or Garrett, you're a, you're a veteran of this podcast. Um, how many people Time have three, done right? Three. You're the only one. You're the, the first, first one. You're the first three-timer. Wow. Well, all of the actually like kind of famous people that you've interviewed, <laughs> you, get, you get croaky voice, nerdy me for three times. Uh, what, what, what did you do for God to punish you with me three times? <laughs> 
I mean, you're well, the Christian. He, he I don't wanted know. Me. What, what, what circle of <laughs> no. Dante's hell are we? He in? wanted me, Gary. So he's That's like, true. shit, I got to like get this. Get Both this of along. Speaking of Dante, I guarantee you're the only one that's read uh, all the three books of Dante's Inferno, though, I bet. Actually, like that's Inferno. true. Have you read yeah, all three of them? It's actually true. Paradiso and um, yeah. and you've <laughs> read them. And you've read them. Yes. So see, you oh, deserve oh, you yeah. deserve to be on this podcast three times. This is this is not just coincidence. This is by design. I want a smart motherfucker on here that can tell people some shit. There's a reason why I'm on this once and Gary's on at three. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, Thomas, it's nice to have you. And, <laughs> hey. and one thing that that um I'm incredibly excited about is having you on the show because you are a listener of the show. Yeah, I and actually you've told do. me you're a big fan. Yeah, no, I. I've listened to countless amount of lead singer syndrome podcasts. Like countless, yeah. I've I I've at least listened to over I would say twelve to fifteen episodes. I feel like that's pretty excessive. I think that that's for, that's for myself. I don't yeah. really listen to music or podcasts or anything like that. So okay. like when I do venture out, I'm like, oh, I know what to go to. You know. So do you have a favorite and least favorite podcast of of this show I don't you listen a, to? I don't have a least favorite. Oh, uh, you mean like people I listen to, or like in general? That no, no, I've, I just mean like that I like like that you enjoyed or or didn't enjoy of, of your of the podcast. Sh- yeah, of this, of this one. No, I don't. No. Uh, first of all, I'm not going to throw heat like that. Second of all, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, I've you're you're really good at asking questions and kind of like doing your homework, which we kind of talked about the other day. And yeah. Wait, uh, are we allowed to ask you what your least favorite podcast yeah, is? Yeah, no, someone did. I, and it well, was very uncomfortable. Dude, what did I say? That is what I was trying to remember the other day for like 15 minutes. And I was like, I, I kept, said on a podcast what my least favorite one was. I believe so. so um, well, you, no, 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 no. You said who was the most, I, I believe, difficult or who was the most, uh, like, we, like, Dude, now I feel like I'm in the. Lion's I think I might pit. have heard that. Like the kind of person that you ask them a question and they're like, "Yes." Yeah, I've been stonewalled a few times, and and you know what? My favorite thing though is when I'm when I get stonewalled a little bit at the beginning. Maybe somebody like they don't really want to do the sh- the podcast or like they don't like my. Hey, yeah, I'm Shane Tall. Yeah, least sure, sure. syndrome. What's up? You know, they don't like my. You know, they think I'm cheesy or something like that. But my favorite thing is when I finally like get them. And they open up to me, and they start telling, and then like we become friends like later, and that's like that's that's one of my favorite things. But I will answer your question. Okay. So this is a pretty funny story. So I was supposed to have this guy on the podcast from I'm not going to say call him out, but he was in a metal band, an extreme metal band. Sure, sure. And I wasn't super familiar metal with blo- Metalocalypse. It was I, <laughs> Death Clock. Oh, I fuck with Death Clock, dude. But. So I, I was supposed to have this guy on the show, and um, well, well, I, well, I did have my show, sort of. So uh, I'll explain. I didn't really want to do it, but the, the company that I was with, they they were like, "Oh, pushing for this." They thought it'd be a cool, you know, uh, guy to have on. So I said, "Okay." So I woke up, um, and I kind of forgot about it. So my alarm, like I'd set my alarm, but I'd been drinking, and my alarm went off, and I was like, "What is my alarm?" Oh yeah. I got us this podcast. So I go into the living room and I, you know, I, I set up the stuff and I made a little bit of notes. So I was looking over my notes and it, but it was like a little bit like, okay, like I got to call this guy. He's calling me and you know, I'm like a little bit stressed out. So I start talking to this guy 
and he is the most boring person I've ever spoken to on the podcast or not on the podcast. Yeah, that's It was rough. bad. And I don't think he's done interviews before. I don't think he understood because it would be like, hey, man, so like, uh, you know, tell me about your family structure. Um, you know, did you, did you, were your parents together? Did you have brothers and sisters? He answered, um, I have a sister. Okay, uh, so, uh, like it was like answers like I mean, that. So, wait, 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 was he an English speaker primarily? He was, a, yeah, he's an American guy. Okay. Well, so so anyway, point, well, at that point, you're okay, like I, I literally ask, fishing. Like, it was you're hard. Like, you're guessing about this dude's life that you don't even know where to target. You're like, so you like fishing, or <laughs> well, I so I got through twenty minutes, yeah. and I looked down at my questions that were depleted, and I said, "How am I going to get through this?" Like honestly, that's a stressed out man right yeah, there. Yeah, no, he's when the he's guitar tech comes in the room. Straight up broken. What, what are you looking yeah. for in here? Broken in half. Oh my goodness. Anyway, but I digress. Uh, the so <laughs> I um I look at the notes and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how I'm gonna fill like a full length podcast. And we got through it. Finally, we did 35 minutes, mm. and I hung up with him. And I went, oh god, I really don't want to put this one out. Like this is definitely gonna be the worst podcast I've ever done. I was probably at this point. I was probably around the like eighty episode mark, something like that. So I felt like I'm like I've done like eighty podcasts. I've, they've all been pretty good, and this one here's my first like really Dude, shitty there's one. There's like no redeeming qualities. It was really. no. It was like it was horrible. It was boring. Even so, in I post editing like all of that. I mean, I don't know, man. It was uh. short too. So <laughs> so here's the best part. I go to turn off my recorder, and I realize. I had never hit oh, record. Yes. Is this the only thing that time that's ever happened? It's the yes. only oh time that's ever happened, except Dude. one other time. I was um, I was on with um, Agnostic Front, uh, Roger Moret, and he and I actually forgot to hit record on that one. And that's why if you listen to that one, it's like a weirder intro because I like looked and I was like three minutes in. I was like, oh, fuck. And then I hit record. Dude, can I interject but, but I, real I quick? I can't believe I didn't hit record on that. And it was like it was the best news. I was like, "This is this is amazing. I don't have to worry about this now." And I just didn't have the heart to tell the guy. So, <laughs> so that's why if if this guy knows who he is, and he might, that's no. why that episode never came out. And I'm very Here's sorry. Here's the thing, though: there's no way he would give you answers like that if he listens to all these. No, 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 no. This that's is, true. That's that's. I'd, I'll give you that. This yeah. is where I'm actually confused. I don't be- think you've heard of the band. They were not. They're not a, a huge band. Or I don't know. I felt like. Maybe I was listening to something else. I felt like you, like, (laughs) whoever was asking you was, like, kind of, like, fishing or pulling for teeth. Like, they kind of got it out of you, and I felt like that was the story, and I... I might have told that story. I don't know if I've told it that in depth, I remember. I remember a name that I was, like, familiar with, and I was like, oh, shit. That's, like, actually how that goes. Well, you know, I've done a hundred... This is going to be probably episode 188 or 189. Yeah. So that's congrats, a lot of episodes. That's a and I, good amount. I try not to tell the same stories over and over again. But inevitably, like once in a while, something's going to come out that's going I'm, to be the same story. Because everybody has, like everyone in this world, they have their own, like their couple favorite stories that they tell, end up telling like a few times. I'm There's also bringing up like an old episode that I kind of remember. Right. It's right, not right, even right. like credible. Right, right. So we're here, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, how was the show for you guys tonight? Show was sick. Uh, I feel, I feel like it was good. We don't really do too well in like this little pocket for some yeah. 
Like no. AVR does phenomenal. We don't, do, we don't do very well either. Um, it's just like, like we played the Orange Peel in, I believe, mm. Asheville. North, uh, yes, Asheville. Yeah, and that was like two thousand people staring at us, and it was just kind of strange. But also, it's cool when when you play in front of a bunch of new people because we haven't played in front of a, a lot of Silverstein fans. We've sure. done one ABR tour, and still, I think. Within the three years that we did that tour, there's a lot more growth. But still, you have a lot of, like, confused faces, which is kind of, like, a little, like, kind of game to us because we're used to that. We're used to people being, like, standing, staring, just kind of watching, not really enjoying as you would think. Right. You know, from up there, you're like, oh, they're really enjoying themselves. To us, it's more about... The after the song, if you get a response, we're like, oh, they're definitely listening. Totally. And there needs to be a build, right? Like, when you start playing, especially when you're the first band, I, I don't know if that, the show in Asheville you were or not, but tonight you were the first band. So you have to understand you're going on pretty early. It's the middle of the week. Some people are like, they've been busy at work all day. They're like right. just getting there. They're just cracking open their first PBR or whatever. And some people aren't really quite ready mentally to like take in what Garrett is probably going to give them. Sure. And sometimes it might take them a little bit of time. So, like, I always love that as a support band, and we are one, too. It's like when you start out the show and people are sort of standing around, like, looking, like, trying to figure out, do I like this? And then if by the end they're into it, and it's like, that's the goal, right? In reality, if people came to watch the last band, they don't really care about the first hour and a half of the whole show, right? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. But I don't know. they might be compelled, like, whoa, dude, I, uh, ex-girlfriend of mine and I watched Paramore, and I was like, yo, I don't want to watch this because, like, the town I live in, it was just, like, young, very young, like, girls all around in the show. And I was like, yo, I want to be, like, at, like, a metal show or, like, a rock show or something else. Okay. And I was, like, just bummed out. But, dude, I found Deer in the Headlights at that show. And Deer in the Headlights, I don't even know where they're from. But, dude, they're one of... And they're not even around anymore. But they... Yeah, I remember They impacted me in music and what I wrote so heavily that I would have been bummed if I missed that. Um, I'll tell you a quick story about that same thing. So when I was probably about 16 years old... Uh, I went to see Primus and Blink-182. Yo, yo. So Primus was the headliner, Blink-182. I, I and feel I, like I know about this bill. What it, year was this? I think it was 1997. It was right when uh, Dude Ranch had come out. So Damn It was like a big song. I feel like my old drummer went to this show and he told me like the most iconic like so what package. Was, well, what was crazy about it was... Uh, you know, there was a few really, like, really good bands. That I didn't really know them. Like the Alcoholics, this hip hop band I really liked, actually ended up really liking. And I think Assorted Jelly Beans, a ska band I liked. But the band that played that I'd never heard of before were the Aquabats. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. And that was when Travis Barker was playing drums for them. Totally. So I saw this band play. Had no. This is like before the internet was really a thing, right? Right. So I saw them play. I watched Travis Barker wearing a full like costume. 
Oh, absolutely crush can, it. Can you elaborate on the costume? Like skeleton costume? It's the Aquabats, you know? They wear like yeah, the superhero yeah, yeah. costumes. Mean, he, yeah. w- he was wearing... They it, all wear costumes. In costume, he was wearing it. Yeah. He wasn't like, yo, I'm Travis Barker, I don't wear that. No, no, no. He, they were all wearing the costumes. Yo. So I, I bought the CDs, both of them at the time, listened to them, and I, I remember we would talk, like, you know how... You are when you're a kid. You're like so like obsessed with music and like who's the best drummer in punk rock? And I'd be like, the best drummer in punk rock is the Baron Von Tito for so, the Aquabats. So you're talking about Travis Barker in the Aquabats? He was not in Blink One Eighty Two yet. Yeah, no, he was in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I of watched this guy play. Baron Von Tito. That was his character. So I and you didn't know any information. I had no information about this band except what was literally in the CDs. And I listened to them, and I would talk, and I would like be like, "Man, the drummers!" And if you listen to those records, like Travis Barker rips on True. those records, but I didn't even know his name. So it wasn't until years later, after they uh, Blink kicked out Scott, who I saw play True. that show yeah. and other shows, when you know uh, Enema of the State came out, and uh, when that record came out, and it was like, you know, changed everything, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And it it took me like a while before someone was like, "Oh yeah, this new drummer for Blink used to be in the Aquabats, and his name is Travis Barker." And I was like, "Holy shit!" Right. So I take credit for being one of the first Travis Barker fans. And I wasn't even around. Like, <laughs> no, I'm old. I'm I was old, I was nine years old in '97. So you know, mm-hmm. no, dude. That's but no, but that just goes to show I was you that eight years old that that's you never you know math. what you're gonna find when you go to see a band like. Some of the best the best bands are opening bands so, because uh, okay. everyone starts opening. Yeah, back sure. to that. We hope that that can be, and and it's actually happened. Like uh, we were in Toronto and I got stopped, and they were just like, "Yeah, we saw you on the last tour with Amity Affliction since this fell." Blah blah blah. Yeah, that's and the way it goes. We came back for you, and I just, especially on a tour that's so mixed, you're like, "Yeah, no." It's not that it works. It's like, oh. That it can happen, like people yeah. can actually go mix genres and enjoy other music. Yeah. Well, you guys, um, you guys have had, I mean, a great a great ride. You guys have been on a lot of great tours, and you've done a lot of great headline tours as well. And I feel like you've, you know, over the last let's call it four years now, yeah, um, you guys have sort of started to find your voice, find kind of where you are able to sit because you're not a conventional band. No, um, you know you're at least not a, in our genre. In your in your genre, like like you're a Christian metalcore, very progressive thinking band, and those sorts of um, ideologies don't always mix, especially with how outspoken you are, Garrett, on stage and yeah. on Twitter, and <laughs> just in general. A lot of a lot of Christians don't like it. Well, to, yeah, to be honest, you know what we, I mean? we don't see ourselves as a Christian band. We've never said we're a Christian band, but... I mean, it like, says on Wikipedia you are. I no, mean, totally, totally. Garrett you can edit that out if you want. Garrett and I, I are definitely... Do I, do I, mean, I don't know. You need an app. What, well, yeah, what algorithm <laughs> do I need to hack into? <laughs> <laughs> Go Mission Impossible into the main Dude, frame. real quick. Yeah. I want to interject. Yeah. Garrett and I definitely call ourselves believers. and you, we, do. We, we do. We do terrible at it, as any believer, real believer would admit right but my mom doesn't say herself as a christian nurse you know well she's Mm -hmm. retired now my dad doesn't say a christian uh, a drafting engineer or whatever he right he just says drafting engineer or nurse or a nurse sure so why in the band industry or in in any music industry do you have to be 
like I get it. No, I definitely get like why because of the people watching, but also why do we have to be almost like stented just because we're in like that category? I, I when we fully... didn't even like agree to it, like yeah, we right. just got it's, put it's in it. It's interesting, and like the uh, you, I could delve into the whole like Jerry Falwell moral majority movement in the 1980s and like American like white suburban folks and how that whole thing kind of created the culture um, for what it, what what became Christian music, which which was essentially like um, the these massively like massive companies were funding these bands that were basically just ripping off secular music but like changing the idea instead of like a love song it's like a jesus song you know and then making a bunch of money and it's funny because that whole industry is dying now which is good yeah i think everything that's the zombie has to die at some point especially Um, of what the 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 main person that was talking about that like don't do that don't don't right. like make a profit off of my name. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a it's sad really... like reality we live in that you get this guarantee from a Christian festival and you're like, I don't feel right about that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or, or all the times that like they didn't pass. Or <laughs> or it's dude, I know. That's yeah. also you know, the happened. guy that started the biggest like Christian festival in America. What cornerstone? Um, no, um, uh, it was a uh, the Creation Festival Company. Okay. Um, the dude is, uh, he's in prison, as he should be, because uh, he was like a massive pedophile. Oh, boy. Um, and was, uh, mostly, I think, was doing that at his, like, church, but, um, yeah, pretty horrible thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you, you know, I was talking to a guy that works at, uh, actually, he's in the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club. He's in the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club. I can talk. And um, There's a member I, unit. He's There's a member. A member. Oh, he's a member, yeah. and he works oh. for um, SoundScan. So he, I don't know. I hope I can call him out like this. I hope I'm not like you know burning his cover. But he was talking to me, and he said that the issues they have with the people trying to lie on their sound scans and cheat the system, a lot of it's the Christian music industry yeah, that are the ones that. that you ha- you know that they say you have to watch out for, which you know it's, yeah. that's like literally that's from verbatim. You know what he said. That's interesting. So, well, it's funny if too, I have to edit this out, I'm sorry, but uh, it's funny because we're, we're on a label that is seen as a Christian label. It's not anymore. Like, like right. they don't, well, they, they don't see themselves that way. They, they sign bands that are not like whatever. But, but they are themselves still like the same, or they? they I mean, do they, do they hire non-Christians? That's an interesting. Like, is everyone I, I, yeah, works you know, there? I think they do, but yeah. like, I don't know everyone at the label well enough to say definitively. Yeah. But from what I can tell, everything at this point is pretty much. Like I have been told, like yeah, they're not trying to sign like an artist that's like going like Attila or something, <laughs> right? Because right. Um, so sorry, they're aware Bronze, that that would so alienate about like that. a lot of their international fan bases. I know bases. you listen. Every Wouldn't day. that be like an an incredible uh, publicity stunt though? <laughs> I know Attila you signs to, to Shane now. every single day on his <laughs> podcast. So sorry, Franz, about that. Dude, um, Franz is my boy. Dude, I love that. Dude, I met him, and dude, I I, I seriously had a genuine time when I talked to that man. He's great to talk like, to. Have you talked to him? I feel like you guys talking business would be No, uh, I I don't I don't like his music. I, I don't I don't like <laughs> That's his, fair. I don't really like um 
he uses like some some gay slurs and and like he yeah. he hasn't he's never like said hey I'm sorry like that was a dumb thing because I I'm not I'm not all about like chasing someone out like and hounding them like religiously mm-hmm. but the dude like won't back away from that and I think for, I think he for, talked for me, that's I think kind he of talked trust, about it a little bit on the uh, podcast episode we did together which was about two years ago I think he did talk about how. His take on it, and I not to say I agree yeah, with yeah, it or no, I don't no. agree and, with and it. I, I am but, aware that the guy doesn't hate anyone. Like right, right. He, but I also but of course think the that, same way that that Donald Trump isn't going to go shoot up a Walmart store in El Paso because he hates Mexicans, but he doesn't say he doesn't. And then yeah. maybe there's a problem there, but well, that's a no, that's well maybe we'll get into that. Yeah, in I mean, here, all, but, all in all, you know, language is bigger than any one person. I think right. it's, it's always good to just respect what a community says. That being said, you know, not gonna, not gonna. No, die on a hill. So anything. I want to talk about yeah. Thomas joining the band, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, you guys had done a little bit of things when you came in. Yeah, um, was it about your singing that, that, no. that came in? Was it just about your Dude, holding I down would the, the rock? Love to tell this story the, real quick. Bass? No, not even. Close. Okay, well, t- yeah, tell me, tell me about. The I'll story. make it short. I'll try it. My wife is like, you tell the longest stories, and I'm like, you should. You know, longest hair, dad. longest story. It's fine. Ah, well, anyway, okay, so. Uh, my old man and myself, I guess, uh, we, we were doing a show with Silent Planet and Silent Planet had been together for about almost three years at that point. And, um, uh, there was three members from, sorry, two, three members from Bakersfield where I live, Bakersfield, California, and they joined Silent Planet in LA, which where Gare was. And I already kind of tried to plug into that. And fun fact, dude, I was going to try out for bass before anything. And I, like, got the tabs and a five-string. And I was like, yeah, right, dude. There's (laughs) no way I can play that at all. Impossible. Ironically, I am the bass player. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so fast forward we play this show together. It happens to be like this like weird blowout with my old band and we ended our band that day, the same day we played with Silent Planet. Garrett being Garrett, um, which is that's a compliment. He was like, yo because <laughs> I told him like, yo, our band's done. Today is the last show, blah blah blah. And he was like, Join my band. Like what? Yeah, yeah. He was like, I can picture his little charismatic yeah. face. Yeah, oh yeah, no, his little smile looking at you. Exactly he what I meant. He can make anyone do anything. You know that, dude. Kind oh, of. Oh no. So <laughs> check out my cult. After. Not not I, anyone. Cult's the logical progression after <laughs> the planet, the cult. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, Yo, what am I even gonna do? All positions are filled up, other than your like temporary drummer, right? And he's like, play drums. And so for a month and a half, I tried to learn this EP and it didn't it didn't so go. you can play drums I joined the band playing drums pretty so you obviously can play yeah, drums very no, no, well he's a, at a he's high a drummer. level I've seen him rip he, he's a drummer oh wow good for you I didn't know that from drums so you were playing drums in this old band too no oh you're playing you're playing I play bass keyboard and singing and some guitar stuff oh okay like that. so you're be a multi-instrumental a little bit mentalist. jack of all trades master yes. of absolutely he was nothing. a personal music store before he opened his own music store which true. as you know now true, he owns true, a music yes. store that is true. Yes. Can I well, plug it? Plug them. Plug a store. Uh, Bakersfield Sound Company in Bakersfield, California. Okay. Come get all your music rights, and uh, we got we got people from Bakersfield that listen to the show. I know. Oh, very I cool. know them. 
That's awesome. Go there. Drive past Thomas Guitar is, Center. Go there. Go great there. guy. And uh, use promo code. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we met Alex like five and a half months later. And legit, he like, dude, the first 20 seconds of our quote unquote practice. Oh shit, we forgot about the uh, encore. Oh. Say what's up, Dustin. Hey, what's up, guys? We, got, we got Dustin <laughs> here. Lead singer syndrome. D- Dustin has been a, a bonus episode podcast guest before. Yeah, I was on the, uh, the bonus episode, the unsung heroes, the backup singers. <laughs> I've gotten called. We backup actually had a great conversation. If you go, if you're a member of the All Access Club, that's a great one. I had a great time doing that. It was awesome, dude. Man. You're nuts. You're singing. You're screaming. You're playing several different instruments. You're just doing the whole thing. You write a ton. Guys, best case come scenario. On, come on. Shout out to best case scenario. That's his side project, pop punk. Double time. Check it's it really good. It's really, really, really good. That's awesome. You're not how's doing, the, I how's no the show going out there right now? It is great. The stage is a little. We're just interviewing everybody on this episode. Hi, Brent. I have to go play a drum solo. Okay. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, we'll yes. yes. Go, go do that. Go do that. Of course. Bye. <laughs> I asked JB and Jake if it was okay that we did it in here. Ah, I didn't it. think the about way, the whole uh, encore. encore yeah, and you're not doing back. the no effects cover that you guys do on stage together tonight. I'm guessing, right? Oh, we do it. What's up, Jake? No, no, you're fine, Jake, dude. We're, we're you're not a real, a real lead singer syndrome here. Jake, how's the oh, show going? Wow. How's the show going? Hold on, Jake. It's good. It's good. I only have one microphone, which is really weird because I like to have an array. Oh, because is it starting to fade away on you, getting well, spitting it and stuff? I like to have a fresh one each song. Um, so I don't know this, this venue and a different them. tech holding that microphone yeah oh, we've got about 14 but there's 15 16 songs so we're gonna have to maybe could you actually there's a bu- could you hold one of the microphones this literally like I've been working my whole way I'm up actually just so holding hold the microphone. microphone I'm literally the, the I'm bus literally mic tech Jake is stripping. He's taking his shirt off right now, which is soaked. Like, you just got out of the we just, ocean. We just, we're seeing shirtless Jake right now in full effect. I love the wardrobe change. This is good. Me too. I, I got to say, that blue shirt, that seems like a maybe a bad choice with the pit stains. You're going to sweat through that in like one second. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole thing's got to be soaked. Straight on. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Just, just, just a no. No, you're not. You're not interrupting. This is your dressing room. I show so much that I'm interrupting your show. Well, we're doing an episode like. Well, it'll probably be up next week. So I think yeah, the we're doing one. So I should hold on to my my stuff so that I can uh, be on your show. Right, right, yeah. You yeah don't no. give anything away right now. So far, you're doing great. Is this one working? Oh yeah, yeah. It feels dry. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see you later. Do you want to take that one with you for <laughs> your <laughs> shot? <laughs> oh, it is unplugged. It is replugged. Okay, here go. <laughs> That'd be good. Jake, have a take good care. encore. Yep. Okay. Take care. Oh. Bye bye. This is probably going to be my favorite episode yet. Yeah, this, this is, is, a, this is no, wonderful. Was, we have so, surprise guests. Yeah. Know? So you, okay. So yeah, you join you join the band, and so you've always been. Um, I want to celebrate on Alex. I joined the band on drums. Met Alex. Yes. Was like yo. All of us were like yo. Garrett and I had this weird conversation. He was like, "Hey, I know you love playing drums, which I do. It's my favorite instrument, but I want to introduce singing." And the only way to do that right now is like some guitar and piano with some singing. So I did that for about two years. I've been yeah, in the band yeah. seven and a half years. Yeah. 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 So um, this crazy thing happened. Uh, my accident, I got hit by this car and like uh, very out of commission for a long time. 
and I did a tour back with my normal guitar singing piano thing. And after that tour, I kind of realized how not fitting slash awkward that was because there was no bass player at the time. Because mm-hmm. in one tour back in 2014, no, late, very late, no, very earth, early 14, three members quit in one tour. Right. Earlier or late? Well, I can't remember. It's not really too yeah. important, I'd say. Anyways, yeah. anyways. <laughs> Someone's screaming at their radio. It was early 2014. What an asshole. They actually, they, we were in I'll Lu- fucking kill him. We were in Louisiana on December 27th of 2013. And like three of okay. them, right? We okay. don't want to tour. It was late 13. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I, I had this like aha moment. We have three guitar players, no bass player. And a permanent drummer now, not me. Right. Um, I'm like doing screaming slash singing slash whatever. And I called Garrett after that tour and I was like, dude, you're not going to play bass. Like, re- like refrain yourself from saying you want to even be because we were looking for a bass player. Right. Dude, first, I don't know if you remember this, Gary. First thing out of my mouth, it's like, yo, what's up, dude? He's like, Tommy, what's up? Like, I think I want to play bass. And I was like, <laughs> I took the phone away from my face. Like, why did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I was because in the Because then he was like, oh, yeah. really? Here you really? are. Here you are. And then I was like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And now I've been the bass player and slash singer for over four and so, a half so years. So bass, bass is great and all, and we support bass players on this podcast we don't hate them <laughs> we even allow them apparently to be guests sometimes oh, however yeah. wow. i want to talk about your singing because that's what we really talk about the real, this is the real like this is the talented part. so it's actually this is what people singing. listen to it's okay? not just about the, the front maker. man it's it's actually about singing well you have a great voice thank you and oh, i and thank I, you. I really do enjoy when you uh sing the the parts which they're not you know constant like sure. uh, you, you know, but but they are in, in very important and an important part of the band now. And uh, I kind of wonder how that happened. Is it because he got in the band that was like a skill that you had that you used? Did I mean, you say, yeah, I think a little bit. You I encouraged mean, him. You were like, oh, you it, know what? It, it happened through my last band, the New Post, and mm-hmm. it, we were like I said, local Bakersfield, yeah. and it was like this thing, like. Once again, going back to the drum switching to Ali, which was the right move and kind of painful. He was like, yo, I want you to do what you did in that band, but in this band. And my range was already kind of like established that I could like sing higher, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, I think we're almost going to back away from it. Like, all right, we've plateaued on like how high you can sing every night live. You know right. what I mean? Like we're going to like really kind of adventure with it so i think i think that's kind of like how it came about i don't necessarily know how it continues because yeah i mean i I guess for us the goal has always been creativity just like trying stuff you know like yeah we're not like on our new album there's a song that's like uh it's only thomas pretty much i should say it's 90 percent thomas and it's like it's like a rock song could definitely be on the radio you know especially if you found a way to just cut this how did your fans uh take that because there's there, I, f- I feel like there's two ways a fa- fan's going to take that it's going to be like that's cool this is an album track I enjoy it it breaks up the rest of the record and they're probably maybe they won't play it live maybe they will on a headlining you know as like an ambient thing yeah, like a different yeah. thing or 
this is scaring me. The band's going pop. I'm not comfortable oh, no, with it, this. It's definitely, it was definitely the former, I think, because like I, I really do like to think that our listeners are aware that like we're not trying to do the metalcore thing that's being done over and over again. Like like that that horse that's pretty dead. We're we're trying to beat it not that often, if that makes sense. Like <laughs> yeah. like, like we're like okay, that, that horse is being beat by a lot of people. Yeah. And then we, we don't really do whatever like we feel like we're expected to do. I think for us the only goal is just to like write songs that we think are good, whether they're like metalcore or not. And so obviously a lot of them will be metalcore. Um and like my my skill set's pretty pretty uh limited so like you know i'll, I'll my, okay. my contributions will we've often talked be about this so many times on this podcast i mean he's uh, yeah. he's the most self-deprecating motherfucker it's just it's it's that thing yeah you know but you know i will argue though that that and i that your vision garrett um not just in terms of your intelligence and the things you've read and the lyrics um but also just as a person that uh, obviously the business side and I kind of do want to talk about your merch at least give your merch store a plug because you got the best merch That'd in the be game cool. we actually released a summer line today right so we'll, we'll talk about that in a second <laughs> but it really just just the fact that you are so you're steering the ship um, and you are a very good um, I don't want to say manipulator but I can't think of a better word than that in terms of you've got all this talent around you whether it's Thomas or Alex or Mitchell or whoever uh and you're able to be like, okay, we're gonna, we're going here next. We're going, you know, it's the same way that like Pete Wentz does it, or but, but in or, a good uh, way, um, you know, it's not like, um, uh, hey guys, we're Nikki doing Six this. does it, right? You know, it's not like, yeah, it, we're doing this or you're out. It's like, hey, I have this vision, yeah, to make three albums coincide with each other, right, right, right. Was that was that the vision? Is that the next step? Or we you accomplished, yeah, it. we well, finished. Oh, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant you're doing that like right no, now. No, no, no. Now Again. we have to think of something else. We have to move on from right. the palindrome, from the from like not even the palindrome, from the the trilogy kind of. No, mm-hmm. no, no. What is the the circle building? Uh, the oh, the panopticon. Thank you, panoptic. Oh, boy, yeah. that's a word. I've, so that's a big one. <laughs> it's actually it's really interesting. Oh, panopticon. also to recap, all on, singers listening to this, their uh, heads have just exploded. To recap on, on the little plug on. Um, in absence, which is the song I do sing a lot on, mm-hmm. it was cool because it was something our fans never heard before. They usually hear some crazy high chorus, and it's like that's it, right? You'd be able to be a little more expressive, and, a little bit more emotional, mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. more expressive, and kind of not show off like the range, but like kind of just like be a singer for once, rather than like chorus guy or. Yep. Mid verse yeah. guy or whatever, and the theme of that song was you know pretty important to you, especially yeah, yeah. Like my my wife and uh, her 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 parents, her mom suffered from dementia. Sorry, sorry. My wife's mother, my mother in law, her mom, okay, her grandma, yep. sorry, yep. Su- suffered from dementia. Actually, passed because because of it, and it, it was it was one of those things when I heard it done. Like, I just lost it. It was insane. Like, I wasn't even, like, preparing for it. I didn't even realize how big of a song it was to me and her and her family. Right. Like, her mom is like that. She calls it my song. It's insane. So that's how personal, like, it can be. Was it pretty obvious when you were writing, the like, the lyrics? Like, if you... 
Dude, I always dude, wonder about that, right? Because like verse for you, verse, it was like, and I don't, I don't know the song well out. enough to know like the, what the lyrics are and everything. Um, I've heard your album, but but to go back and think of all the words, w- like, do they? Was it the kind of thing where you wrote it and then you're like, you were talking to your girlfriend about it, and then therefore it became that, or was it so obvious that it's they would have known? So, because that's an interesting thing about writing lyrics. So, like, I it, feel like I can tell, I could tell anybody something's about them, and they might be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I so totally she already it. knew because the ambiguous at, at ambiguousness. That time, she was. I think we were married at that point. I think we were. Oh, sorry, I said girlfriend. No, 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 yeah. it's okay. Um, I think I told her like, "Yo, we're going to go for this," because the whole album was about mental illnesses. You're right. So we just kind of hit every one we could on each song right so that was obviously dementia um and um the other the other word for it oh alzheimer's thank you alzheimer's right right. so she already kind of knew about it and it was like one of those things like i said once it was finished it was like wow that's that's what it is but when we were writing it, it verse for verse it was like very painted out like the wife is losing her memory and the husband's yeah. telling the story as the memory and second verse is the other way around. So, and so it sounds like you're as on board as Garrett is in terms of the message of the band and the lyrics and what you guys are saying socially and all that. Because, you know, Garrett, and I'm, I'm using your own words against you, with his limited amount of things you can do, which you like to, to you know, kind of kick yourself beat your own dead horse. I don't know what I'm, what I'm trying to say. But, you know, kick yourself when you're down with, with, with this way, which I don't really like that you do that. But that's his thing, right? He has his thing. It seems like you're almost on that, um, in that way too. Do you, or do you feel like the music is more your focus? So, no. Um, yes. To answer your question, Garrett, yes. is he, First of all, he's the only original member in this whole band. Mm-hmm. Um, out of 10 years, we just turned yep. 10. I mean, I'm going to um, cut in and say that it's like not very fair to say that Thomas isn't like original because he's been on every tour we've ever done. He just kind of missed the days of like covering yeah. bad like Eminem songs <laughs> and like just being so so, 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 so here's the thing. I have no problem with someone having a vision. Like, dude, I plan to do other things musically that have their own visions and it's not even like to like overtake silent planet or anything it's just i get it so i've never i've never i've never been like you know what the whoa dude like that stomps what i thought it's always been like yo that vision is awesome what if we can like work on these two parts of it Right and like just amplify it rather but than you cut it out. Learned, I mean, you probably learned a lot from Garrett too, just about like Dude. life and about every like everything, right? I mean, well, and that's I, that's got to be a beauty. Like, you, you, I feel like you guys have in your band a really cool relationship with each other, like a really we definitely have a unique one. It's, you um, think it's unique? Yeah, it is unique. We we didn't choose each other as roommates. You know what I mean? <laughs> as you know what I mean? No, you chose each other as. People that you thought would be good in a band together. Exactly. Not so, living partners. Sure, so that's every band, I think. Out of the the almost eight years that I've been doing this and have known Garrett, and even 
Alex joined like like I said five and a half six months after I did. Yeah. So he's been just. Oh, as it's long been the I same have. guys for a while. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, being that said, like I would not want it any other way. It's it's funny because you look at other bands and you see how their camps kind of like react and like have fun with each other or whatever, and you you almost look at look at it on an on a weird day when you're not feeling great and you're like, wow, that looks so much more fun. Oh, right. Right. But you're like, no, like I know my guys. Sure. My guys know me and they, if I drop down sick right now, they would take care of me. Oh, yeah. I broke my so fucking arm. Part and, and like, exactly. you know, everybody in my band had my back and was making sure I was okay. And, you know, of course. So much more important than yep. doing shotgunning beers or whatever, you know. It is. Ah! Well, Okay, okay, all right. And, and something, something that I appreciate with all the dudes in my band is, you know, they let me spout out, like, whether it's on stage or on social media, about immigration policy and right. my views on a lot of things that are, like, hot-button issues. To be fair, I think a lot of them shouldn't be hot-button issues. Like, it's like saying that, like, the immigrants or humans shouldn't offend people, but it's managed to do that at, like, almost every single show this tour. So like I mean yes, but still at the end of the day, it's cool that they they allow me to do that because I do know a lot of bands. I'm not going to name any names because it's not helpful, especially in the context of I'm not trying to make a trope here. But I, I do know a lot of bands that have had the discussion with like within the band, like we're not going to talk about X, Y, and Z. Oh like, yeah, no, no one in the band is allowed yeah. to talk about that because if one person in the band is, people will assume that everyone believes that. And I appreciate that they let me be very honest and very open about what I believe. Yeah. And talk about stuff that, like, okay. yes, probably does lose us a few fans. I mean, I, I'm, like, on the August Burns Red uh, fan page on Facebook just for fun. And I constantly see people being like, yeah, it was cool until he, like, started talking about, like, Native Americans. Like, like what gives? Is he, like, trying to be, like, so, like, ha- like woke? Like, you know, get that shit out of my face. I, see, right. I see that all the time. And I appreciate that they're on board with me expressing like stuff that I think matters and stuff that yeah. I give a shit about. Yeah. Even though you know that, yes, there are going to be some metal dudes, especially in metal, who at the end of the day are going to be like, Music Man plays music. Why is right. Music Man talking? Right, 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 you know? right, right, right. Also, well, especially, I mean, August Burns Red is, is a unique band, too, in that, in that like Jake is, uh, you know, he has a lot to say. And he has, he has his whole, a whole, you know, his heart support organization. Like, he is really, really uh, invested in, you know, trying to make a difference and help people. But there are also people coming to this show that just want to see Matt rip a drum kit and see JB shred. And yeah, there are, yeah. like, there are people that, like, there are people that have watched every Joe Satriani DVD and Steve Vai video, and they're just nerds, and they're coming out to see that. So from your for, from their perspective, they walk in, you know, and they see you talking about that, and they're like, "Wait a second, I'm here to like see a dude shred. I'm not, I'm not here to like, well, he, that's like, you hear get. about, you know, the 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 borderline Holocaust taking place on the border. That's right, right. that's know? how you get people right. on the internet saying, stop being political.' Maybe I should say Holocaust, your, but concentration job camp. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they are concentration camps, like. I'm sorry, I, I missed no, 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 no. I'm just saying that's where you get the people on the internet saying stop being political, stick to your job, or whatever. right, 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 right stick right. to music, right, right, rather right. than yeah. send a message. And no, which is, I, which is always like here's uh, my blood fucking boils when I see. I mean, that. it's funny because then it's like, okay, so do I have to like quit my band to be a plumber to have an like a position? <laughs> you know, like, well, Dude, like you should plumbers like, make good money. Like, <laughs> no, like, and that's the thing. Like, like, no shame, but it's like 
It's like, what job am I, I allowed to like have an opinion with? Also, here's the thing: know, like, it is really, really decadent. As another member in the band, with someone so, you know, vocal about their opinions and about issues and about whatever else, protesting. It's one of those things where sometimes you don't agree with every word they say. Like, I don't agree with. Sure. That would be silly if I was like, yeah, Garrett, yeah, keep going, buddy. Yeah, that would almost be indoctrination, yeah. But there's a point where you're like, even if I didn't agree with that, like, that's towards the message that we are trying to instill in people. We're not even trying to be like, it's not even propaganda at this point. It's like, yo, we're here. Most of y'all is going to hate us, and we get that. But we just want to, like, produce a little bit of, like, not even, not even like, we're not even trying to inspire you. We're just trying to, like, yo, we want to feel love, so we want to give love. And vice versa. We want to give love because who? what human doesn't want to feel love? You know what I mean? And it's not even like, yo, I want to feel love towards your band and how, like, cool mm-hmm. you are. It's a human condition. It's dude. empathy. It's literally yeah. compassion yeah. towards you guys came to the show. We did this. We get it. We're on a stage. We're on a pedestal. Yeah. We we are like the the spotlight. You but know, also, y- y- like, you- I want to go meet you, but not like meet you, talk at me, meet you. I want to go like accidentally meet you and like have a real conversation. Yeah. And it's interesting because you would think that like people as fans of this music, as this, you know, they call it a scene or whatever, they most people understand that this is more than just a song on the radio. Here's, this is more than just something you listen to. And then you'd think that a band like yours that cares about their fans, that cares about the issues, that says, we're writing a whole record about mental health because a lot of people that listen to this music suffer from mental health, yeah. including myself, right. including Garrett. Yeah. Pro- I don't know, maybe you. Oh, you I have mean, no idea. It's <laughs> yeah, well, it, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> Here's like, like, no, seriously, and, and you would think that that would be the most supportive and it, uh, but I think some people are scared of it right well here's, a, here's something is. I've really been thinking about like looking at trends and ABR just finished are we, they finishing right now message wise we let's go to your dressing room I don't message know why we're wise, doing wise I think we're gonna, band, we're gonna you no, no, keep no, talking yeah. we're gonna walk it, it over it yeah we're in their dressing room I don't know I, I, we could have just done it in yours the whole time I, 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 think, I felt I like it was a good idea and that's it I think message-wise... We, we are actually... Can you grab that? I, I we are actually moving... We're moving locations. This is the first on the podcast. Dude, we're not stationary at all. This we, uh, is insane. We got the Zoom. Is, is anyone in your room? I'm um, walking we through a hallway. We're, we're going to find... This is the funniest thing ever. I, I, I wish... Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. full. Let's go. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. I can't go. close the door. My hands are full. Hey Josh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Josh. Uh, you, you're, um, you, you're. No, no, no! Don't, don't, don't leave. No, don't leave. You have to no, say hi. Don't. Oh, um, hi. I don't. I don't. I don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. There was this band you were gonna call, uh, gonna start called Unison, where oh, it was multiple members of the band, uh, and everyone sang. Is this true? In unison. Is this true? That, that would be no lead singer then. <laughs> you would be, but all not, members of Unison could well, here's be on. A question. But the problem is everyone would have to say everything at the same time in the interview. Yeah, we'd, we'd definitely have to work on that. Josh, <laughs> riddle, riddle me this, and this will be fun to have an outsider view. I'm the singer of the band. 
but he's the vocalist slash screamer, but he does both. How would you split that up? How would I split it up? How would you split that up? Is, is it the question exactly? Is it, is it the same thing to be both? I know, I know. That's. I think I'm just the, the vocal singer. I'm just a singer. I don't well, know. But 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 y'all, you also y'all scream. Are using your mouths, you know, your vocalizers, <laughs> y'all vocalizers. Yeah, we're mouthmen. I was gonna say sorry for interrupting, and now I see Josh Bradford. <laughs> we're just we're. This is just like we'll pass the mic around. This this is quite yeah, the episode. We're, we're lo- moving locations. Lo- you're gonna have to put in the comments like a lot. Thank of... Thank you, Josh. No, no, come no, back, come back right we're now. We're keeping. Um, we're definitely. I'm not editing. Keeping. This. This is too perfect already. Okay, serious Ke- question. Ke- keeping, keeping on track. Right? No. Yes, yes. Okay, I, I, okay. I, I appreciate someone doing that. Talking about like the message and where it belongs. One thing I realized that about our about our band is we kind of exist in a mess message wise in music. Like our message and our music don't line up. Not like internally, but in, in, in externally within this world. I would say. I think our music. Um, you know, definitely sounds like progressive metalcore, mostly or something. Yeah, you know, whatever. And then, but I think musically, we sort of belong a little bit more in like hardcore or punk. You and mean? You mean ideologically? Ideologically, yeah. Um, and, and just just how um, how vocal the whole thing is, and how sort yeah. of experiential we're trying to make it mm-hmm. is a little bit more hardcore or punk. That being said, a hardcore like pers- people that put on stuff like this is hardcore. I would imagine would hear our band and would say, "No way!" You know, like like these five sonic elements would mean that this band never well, belongs with hardcore. I think, regardless of the fact that I was always told by people in hardcore, and I, I grew up with actually a popular, sh- the only popular band from my hometown is like a straight edge hardcore band called Set It Straight. And, okay. Um, you know, they always said, "Well, hardcore is not about like the, how it sounds, but about the message." But yeah. uh, at least that. But I, while that's a that's a nice sentiment. Obviously, people that listen to hardcore will not like our band, regardless of the message. Well, I don't know. Typically. And I say typically, because I I, I do know some people that are into hardcore that like our band. Yeah, I don't know. I think, um, you know, I don't know how to exactly word this, but like the idea of you being a Christian band is also like very different for a lot of hardcore bands. And there are, geez, there have been so many Christian hardcore bands um, both in, you know, the regular hardcore scene, not just the Christian, yeah, more yeah. Like hardcore scene. There's been Christian bands, you know, in the scene for sure. But I think the fact that you guys often get written off as like, oh, they're another Christian band. They're on right, TZL right. Records, Solid State Records, whatever it is. I think that that's probably a part of it, maybe more so than your sound. Because I can think of plenty of um, bands that maybe have some in, some similar sound to you, like, Maybe like Shai Halud. Yeah, like Shai or like Halud Vane. Is it, or Vane. Vane? Yeah, have you heard Vane? I don't think they're I've heard like, Vane. They're, they're pretty popular and hardcore right now. They're really cool. Vane, thing. like Weather Vane or like Vane a in vein, your like blood, in blood vein? They, okay. put out a, they put out an album mud called Air Zone. I mean, or Mud Vane. We, we used Dude, to you, get... you need to check it out. They put out an album last year called Air Zone. Okay. And it's one of, it, it's not, sonically, it's not hardcore. But I mean, but they fit like the hardcore world accepts them, and they do like the hardcore shows, right? And I, I love get, that band. Really yeah, good band. I think way. there's, I, I don't know, like I think there's a lot of bands over the years that have been hardcore bands that have been different. Snapcase had 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 them on the show a couple of weeks ago. Daryl from Snapcase, like yeah, they're true. a very different band. I mean, even Have Heart 
Is yeah. it when you think of hardcore? Yeah, you mean, don't have heart. Is lot, it like a lot of people call them like melodic hardcore. And it's stuff yeah. Like, it's like you know. It's it's not. Dude, like, I love had heart. Had yeah, heart. they're those, an amazing band. Those I, final I mean, shows were very enviable. I mean, we've been on tour for so long that like their final shows were like a month ago. But that feels like. I mean, I don't know. We've been no, on no, tour no. for like two months at this point. I, I know it, it really is. The, but the tour's Crazy. been fun. I mean, I guess yeah. I guess we can talk about it a little bit now that it's Let's winding talk about down. The tour because yeah. we we have six five shows left. Well, five and we've shows. done. We have four you have shows more. After you, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, you're, you're doing a couple on the way tour, back. Our band does like four of our own. Yeah. Is it? Um, isn't it? A bug just landed on my ear. It's that was very fly. uncomfortable. The fly. fly is trying to get you. Yeah, fly fucked me. It's been it's been landing <laughs> on you. It has been landing on me? Yeah. Have you showered today? Hey. It's mm. a personal question. Dude, man. I've tried to shower asking, several times know? and then it always gets like swooped. And then <laughs> I was gonna go, then there's a sign that says please don't please don't shower during this Silverstein ABR oh, set change. No. And I was like, Oh, that's what's happening right now. <laughs> it says during the set change? Yeah, like just a sign I've only seen it today that said don't don't uh, shower. It's a good burn. Be so set. somebody yeah, burn. somebody was was Okay, okay, issues. back to the tour. Um, yeah, so we have five more shows, but I mean it's so obviously, like this tour has been very well attended. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, the shows have been like rammed pretty much every night, and it's going to be funny. Maybe the fact that like because we've played all the major markets, you guys have to go all the way from New York back to California. It's not going to be like doesn't it, get much further yeah. than that, and you have to find some shows to play on the way back that are with you know far enough away from the other shows so that's right. gonna be a different vibe so we're well, playing we're playing one market that i'm surprised isn't on this tour and then we're playing three that would never be on. so this what tour. is let me can i guess the market yes. and i i haven't seen your dates yes i let me in a couple guesses uh albany no I, I would say, i would say more common than albany more really i would say yes uh dc no uh, uh, g- give me a hint of the part of the country. Go, go the, the other it's way. It's like the eastern part of the Midwest, I would say. Eastern part of the Midwest. I mean, it's on East Coast time, but I would... Columbus? It's considered... No, but you're getting kind of close. <sighs> warmer, kind warmer. Of get, Indianapolis? Yep. Yeah. Ah, I knew I'd get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what is that theater in Indy? Uh, Emerson? Like, the Deluxe. No, no, no. The, the Deluxe. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice venue. Yeah, Dude, that, nice yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one. Emerson so, is several, not very nice. Not, not fun. We've never played the main one, but the main one's like, has like pop people and stuff. We always play like that little, like, you probably played it like the 800 cap underground part. Yeah, oh, there's another venue that's, that, yeah, that's I, the one? I, all I know is that like, Two of the times we've been there, there's been like a tour bus and like a yeah, major artist yeah. playing. Yeah, but that's, I mean, obviously not not just the fact that you're not going to play for 30 minutes. You're going to be playing a, a like yeah. headline show. Yeah. Um, and there's just going to be a different crowd. Is there like, do you look forward to those, those I, shows? I do. I personally look forward to it. I can say that two of the guys in my band that aren't in this room don't look forward to it as much. And I don't mm-hmm. blame them because one of them has to deal with all the technical stuff. Yeah. And so there's a lot of, it can be a lot of wonky things in small well, venues. I mean, Chris will be with us. We'll yeah. We'll be good. Tommy, but how do you, I don't know, how do you feel about it? It, I like them because they're smaller, more intimate yeah. shows, but also um, being used to something for two months and then right. going back to what I would do in my hometown is different. So you just kind of, you get humbled a little bit, get grounded a little bit. You do. Ah, you there's really somebody can. using humbled the right way on the podcast. Yeah, I just. Do you yeah. notice that people constantly use that word wrong? I just feel. Oh, yeah. 
Humbled like, like they're getting something good. Like, yeah, yeah what is that? It's like, that's yeah. you just used it the I proper got a new way. Maserati. I'm so humbled. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, like, no, no. It's like that. You just used it exactly the right way. So I just thank feel you for like that. It, it truly, like these tours aren't a thing forever talent over there. Just talent. Yeah, these tours aren't a thing forever, and I feel like. You just have to know what your craft is and what your art is about and wherever you can do that. If anything, those smaller shows, those people come for us and they come to like shout out those things they've also experienced with our music. And it's much more, it's not like it's, oh yeah, yeah, it's all about us and like we're the shit. It's more like, yo, like these people came to have the experience on CD live, like right. in a way that they can like tangibly, sorry, tangibly experience, you know, like have it mm-hmm. rather than yeah. sometimes at these big shows, it's like you're like 18 rows away and you just kind of experience it rather than like, yo, he handed me the mic. Something that we were talking about that I said yesterday, and I've never said it before until I said it to you. I don't know if our band is a good opener. And what I mean by that has nothing to do with like, are we willing to open or are we grateful to open? What I mean is like, I think the traditional opener, especially in like metal world, Mm -hmm. metal land, the traditional opener, even in like punk, should be like a very just like a upbeat, energetic, like give you just a lot of good warm up kind of music right. for thirty minutes, and because almost all of our songs have these like weird thematic drops and like mm-hmm. builds and all these different things, it doesn't totally make sense. I think when someone is coming to watch ABR like shred nonstop for ninety minutes, yeah, and, and that, yeah. that's not to say that we're not like we love doing this, but it is something that I've kind of looked at audiences sometimes. I've been like. We're kind of a fish out of water a little bit. Does that make sense? It's been like that for totally. a while. I totally get it. And I think, I think too, just the, the fact that, like, you know, every song you're pretty much talking about another, like, you know, I mean, I mean whether another it's a thing. hot button issue, but yeah. another, another thing. And you're getting, you're engaging people's minds. And a lot of people, they've, like I said before or earlier, they've like just got off work and maybe they don't really want that right now. Totally. Maybe they want and, and, and just that's something to, something to dance yeah. to. And, and that's you fine. just said engaging people's minds rather than what I feel like sometimes is most of the time is commanding people. Mm-hmm. Like front to back, side to side. See, see people like you to be commanded. I mean? But that's what I'm saying. It's different. That's what I'm saying. Right? And that's the difference between why we're not... Mm, I. This is weird. I'm so sorry for anyone thinking I'm an asshole. I'm not saying why we're not more popular, but I'm just saying we don't do any of that. We don't we don't really address people as if they just came to a show. We're like, you're here, you're about to hear everything we feel. Mm-hmm. Rather than like, yeah, you're just here to have fun, get drunk, and like yeah. hopefully get lucky. And, and, and there's you know nothing I mean? wrong with that. Like, like we don't look down. <laughs> like, on, we don't right? look down on that. It's just right. I, at the end of the day, it's something that you know. We yeah, totally I definitely don't look down on that. I'm just saying why our band is, if, if not anything, stinted, is because we do that rather than don't yeah. do the other. Or thing. maybe our songs suck. Nah, Shane, which one is it? 
We should have wrote a better record. A little record. column A, a little column B. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dude, we hit an hour. We did well, it. We, yeah. well, we did an hour. Yeah, no, we got, and we got a couple more things to talk about. We, we, we should probably wrap up, but uh, you, I wanted you, you guys to plug your merch store. Because you guys have the best merch in the business, I know that oh, Jared's hanging share, out at Absolute. Can I share merch like a, all the time? A so. dream of ours with you. Uh, okay, I want to start an alt, like a secondary sort of Silent Planet clothing line that is just called Planet. And my dream would be to have it up in all the like in all the Zoomies and the Pack so Suns do it. and Why all. Not? You know, I'm working on that because yeah. I'm realizing. Going back to what we were just talking about, about the nature of our band maybe not being super packageable and consumable. Um, at least that's like, what I meant. At, at least in, in like in in a mass produced way. Mm-hmm. One of the ways I've thought, like, well, one, maybe one way that we can continue to do what we love to do, but also like make enough money for our growing yeah. bills. Would I be, appreciate would, the would be, would, of that. Would be the clothing yeah. way. Um, because I do love working on merch. It's, it's yeah. a passion of mine, and, and we talk about it, because I, I love it, you know? Yeah. He's really good at it, too. I, I know. I see he is, um, it's, and it's not just me, just no. Like, it's always, it's always a collaboration of, like, a good designer and a good print shop. Like, Absolute does a lot of our stuff. Yeah. Uh, just, like, all the printing they in America. They do a lot of stuff, too. And, um, and then, you know, a vision, and I, I typically have the vision, but it's, it's, it's really a fun collaborative group thing. Um, and, Anyone who's in this world of music knows that it's, right. it's essential. But shout out fans, Jim Hughes. Shout out Daniel Mackey. Shout yep. out. But fans of you guys don't have to worry about you know you guys slowing down. You guys are booked right up till the end of the year. Oh yeah, I see yeah. Japan, internationally though, no more America. This Japan, Japan, Australia, Australia and then we go to Europe, the Europe. Also, UK. Yeah. Well, people listen to this all over the world, so oh, so they're going to. Oh be no, I, I, I believe it, dude. Yeah. Um, Germans love podcasts. You probably got a lot of German listeners. We have, yeah, we have, yeah, plenty of German listeners. Uh, you're fine to come in, dude. Come on, Travis. We're, we're in the dressing room. You can even leave the door open. Uh, yeah, we have plenty from Germany, from the UK, Switzerland. Silverstein uh, does really pretty well in the UK, doesn't? Don't uh, you? We do better in mainland Europe. Mainland, okay. But the UK actually, we just sold out. We did our 20 year shows. We put it on sale, and we sold out the first London show. Um, well, wow, it's, it's not for six months, and we sold it out, and we already added a second date. Dude, that's awesome! That so that's cool. yeah. That's really Where, where is that? O two at, um, at um, uh, Islington Academy. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, London, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So that's that's exciting, and but Germany's always been been really cool. But I mean, I just think in in terms of like you know this kind of music, and and um, especially some of the progressive you know messages that you have, I think that they at places like Europe, they're they're definitely on board. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, we hate too. nationalism, and I think most people in Europe hate nationalism because they've seen like the logical, ex- oh yeah, like conclusion. But of I nationalism. mean, it's like one of those things where you gain some steam after touring countless amount of years in the U.S. That you have to almost start over in Europe and other places. <laughs> dude, that, yeah. <laughs> Just right? thinking of the sketchy things we've done in Europe, I, dude. It's. Just like driving a van that we found from a hobbit on a farm somewhere. And Thomas is the only one who knows how to drive it. And like we're getting lost and we can't read the signs. And we're using like a broken tom-tom. So I drove (laughs) our first European tour. I drove for two and a half weeks by myself every every day, every night in a stick shift van that... uh, Dude, I couldn't even read. The muffler was like dragging the whole time. 
No. Like, I mean, it's, you know, it's in yeah, well, other languages. I mean, eventually you learn the are or are, whatever means. No, no, Aret, Aret, yeah. Aret. He's talking about Einfar Asfar. Uh, Although I think in in France in France you know? the stop signs just say stop. It's just Quebec they say arrête. Oh, dude, maybe I'm thinking of Quebec because <laughs> yeah. we were we were in Quebec yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's well, funny. Dude, well, that's no. I mean, those those I think those shows are going to be fun, and 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 then uh, I guess you guys aren't sure about next year. No, we have some few. We have a few plans, but it's super up in the air because we're just trying to decide. Um, I guess what to pick at this point. Kind of right. cool in your career where you start to have some options. Actually, yeah. have some options. You have yes. you have the one option that pays you a little better, but the other option where you like the bands a little more, right? <laughs> or or they might right. receive you a little bit more. Right. Hey, Travis, can you grab, pass me a beer? Absolutely. Come on, Travis. Thank you very you know much. How it is. Travis has also made now made an appearance on, on the podcast. Yeah. Officially. Hey, Travis. Everybody's everybody's come on board. Yep, say quick. hi. Say hi. This is Travis. This is hey guys. Hey. There, <laughs> there we go. As he packs up the beer in Lacroix. This is no. This has been a fun tour, though. I mean, it's it's cool to like. We get on stage, and then Silverstein gets on stage, and ABR gets on stage. It's a three band package. Super yeah. I feel like people get a lot of music, but they definitely don't get more. Come than in, they're come in, come for. in. It's okay. You know, it's like it's, everyone like opens the door and is like, "Oh God, what no, have I done?" It's, okay. it's 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 been cool, and I'm sure when this comes out, this tour will be will oh, be yeah. a memory. It'll be over. So, yeah, it'll yeah. be over. Thank love, you. Love you. Travis just hooked this up with the You know what? If this wasn't recording, there's no way in hell we'd give you uh, water. <laughs> we're, just, we're just giving you the water because just it's on the nice. record. Yeah. The record. Say, <laughs> so, hey, good podcast about that water. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. This yeah, is cool. man. Thank you. All the best. appreciate you doing this. And, uh, well, anything else to tell the people? Uh, well, silentplanetmerch.com, there I goes. believe. Is that, you don't even know the URL? Shane told sounds... It? Just as good as the record every single day live, dude. And, and he's okay. one of he's one of two people that we've ever toured with that I can honestly say that about. So can we talk Shane's about that? Everyone. I mean, that's very nice of you. Really I quick, I, can I feel we like just I'm talk worst, about that? Thank you. So Gary got that bright idea from me because I was like, "Yo, every night that dude, this band, just sound." Because I was I've lost listen- sleep over it's it. Because dude, I, it's I was because a, I'm not really singing. I've been a listener. <laughs> it's all ba- it's all backtrack. Dude, so, okay. Do you ever wonder sometimes if you people think that's true? Like uh, no, you're singing oh, on, and man. you're like, dude, I wonder if people think that's fake. I don't think I'm that like, good. Like someti- no, sometimes I think singing you-, you might be that good, but I do think obviously the screaming adds a dynamic that you can tell if that would be fake. So the scream I'm just is saying, I don't know. I'm just I mean, saying maybe. sometimes I, don't know. I wonder sometimes if I really hit it, I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's, that would be an ultimate compliment because, yeah, we don't use any any backing tracks at all. Like Shane, that, so you're a great singer, and it well, truly sounds like the record. And I'm really pissed that you don't play. Uh, what did I say in the beginning of the tour? It's on the new record. It's oh, called uh, Lo- or um, uh, Mirror Box. No. Uh, last looks line is letting you know oh lost positives yes yes thank you. We, I, we do play that song pretty often no no yeah, no um, not on this tour on, which, no we have dude, like it is my time. favorite song on the new well, thank you it's, it's one of mine too and so. i think josh was saying he was like yeah well, that was like kind of one of the weirder ones it was that was like the song that had the most changes for dude, sure from that when we started just like 
that's I, I don't know if it's just sonically like what key it's mm-hmm. in or whatever you guys did, but that song I can listen to like Rocket Man when he's in the <laughs> he's in the chamber, you know, twenty four hours of. His name was my name too. Right. Uh, All right. He's don't worry. I won't, so, I won't post video. this. I don't know um, if we can post. This. No, it's yeah, okay. Post yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Cool. All right, we got to wrap this up. Let's do it. Um, okay. Yep. So, what what song are we putting on for the uh, the, the people? Pick a sound. In absence. Song. No, I yep. would say in like absence. I would say like Northern Fires or something. Something nope, in metal absence. Don't listen to him. He's a coward. I'll or play after, the metal one at the beginning. In absence is coming on how now. About, how about After Dust? Because like that's what we're playing live. Um, no, it's in absence. Okay, we've already we decided. Just you're gonna listen to this guy sing on lead singer syndrome. Right. Thanks for having us. That's right. Aww, that's right. Sweet treat. All right, Bye. everybody. You know what to say. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you guys. See you next week. Bye bye. Thanks guys. So there it is with Garrett and Tommy of Silent Planet. I want to thank them so much for taking the time. And I want to apologize to everyone on the tour for being so disruptive backstage. But it was a lot of fun to have everybody pop in and say hello. And yes, I did do a podcast with Jake from August Burns Red. That's number two. But the first one we did was four years ago. So you can expect that to be coming out, oh, in the next couple of weeks. So yes, make sure you're subscribed. Hit the subscribe button. We got a lot of great ones coming up. A lot of Gretzky's coming up. Not Wayne Gretzky himself, but a lot of great one episodes are coming out soon. Hit the subscribe button. All right. Well, hey, uh, I'm going to leave you with a tune. And Thomas didn't seem... To want this played, but I like this song and I want everybody to hear it. So let's hear Tommy's pipes. Here it is, in absence on Lead Singer Syndrome. Peace and love. We'll see you next week. Find me in the silence. Tell me where I've been. The air is growing colder.